First things first. Now, Master William, let's be having you. She pulled an extremely uncooperative will towards her and tried to wrap him in a rough blanket. What a to-do, she said as she began to fuss over his clothes. Well, demanded Ellie, almost stamping her foot with impatience. The nurse waited to reply until she had finished tut-tutting over the state of William's shirt, which was torn in several places. "'Well, Miss Eleanor,' she said at last, "'Gavin saw Master William riding that great big stallion of Sir Percy's "'and called for everybody to come and look. That's all.' "'William found it difficult to protest from underneath the blanket, "'but a voice squeaky with indignation made some muffled comments "'and a pair of elbows dug into the nurse's ribs. "'It's no good, Master William.' said the nurse, quite unmoved. Her bulk easily flattened the boy against the tree as she, with dexterity born of long practice, removed his wet tunic and handed him a dry one. You'll catch your death if you don't change. She then neatly hooked William's legs from under him, whipped off his shoes and removed his leggings. Here, put these on. There was a scuffling and a flurry of activity. Oaths were uttered. The nurse raised her eyebrows. Eventually William emerged, his brown hair tousled and his humour blacker than ever. "'That's not exactly what happened,' he retorted, furiously shaking himself free from the nurse's grasp. "'Gavin did call for everybody to come and look at me riding Sir Percy's horse, but only to make fun of me. "'If you want to see what a flea would look like on a dragon,' William mockingly imitated his brother. Come and look at Will. And it was not only the knights who laughed, he went on, aiming a kick at the pile of wet clothes. It was all the servants, too. Anyway, I got my own back if his nose is bleeding. Good. But how did you get so wet? repeated Ellie. There was a short, rather painful pause. Gavin... "'Threw me in the horse trough.' "'A very bad boy, that Gavin,' observed the nurse, "'wringing out William's sopping tunic and folding it neatly. "'A very bad boy, indeed.' "'He threw you in the horse trough?' "'Ellie tried to compose her face "'and think of something appropriate to say. "'Maybe he will go to hell.' "'Will looked at her pityingly. "'You... Don't go to hell for that kind of thing. You might, said Ellie defensively. How do you know? Will sighed. Here he was being dressed by an aged nurse and listening to a silly girl talking nonsense. I'm going to get Sacramenta, he said, trying to salvage some dignity out of the situation. She needs to go out and nobody can say I look like a flea on a dragon on her. The nurse was exasperated. But it's nearly dinner time, Master William, she said. We've company. Your father will be angry if you're gadding about on that horse instead of sitting at table. I don't care, said William, and began walking back towards the castle. Eleanor was unsure what to do, but then ran and skipped along beside him. The old nurse watched them both, picked up her bundle and sighed. The children were growing wilder each day. 
They missed a mother. She pulled out a bottle from under her skirts and took a small sip. Then she tucked William's wet clothes firmly under her arm and set sail for the laundry. William, with Ellie beside him, strode along in silence for a while. Then in the distance, the little girl spied a line of monks in white habits, filing slowly into the woods that stretched away to the west of the castle. Look, she said, there are those monks who are building the new monastery. They must be coming away from their meeting with your father. She glanced sideways at William, then continued. I saw one of them squatting behind a tree this morning. When he saw me, he didn't know what to do, so he began chanting the rule of St. Benedict with his eyes tight shut, as if him not being able to see me meant I couldn't see him. Will seemed to take no notice, but Eleanor went on anyway.